Paris withdrawal? Expect more asthma. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report about water. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. After Trump announced last week that he would withdraw the U.S. from the Paris Climate Accord, mayors and governors across the country said they would continue to honor the agreement. Leaders in 187 cities signed a statement one day after the announcement saying they'll adopt and honor the commitments in the accord. The governors of New York, California, and Washington started the call for a United States Climate Alliance and invited other states to join. As of airtime, Connecticut Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Vermont, Oregon, and Hawaii had joined the growing movement. In a press release, California's Jerry Brown said that if the president is going to be AWOL in this profoundly important human endeavor, then his state and others will step up. As reported in Scientific American, Governor John Hickenlooper of Colorado likened Trump to a child playing baseball who, finding a call has gone against him, picks up the bat and ball and goes home. The movement by state and local governments to abide by the Paris Accord is also supported by Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who said that his country was disappointed by the withdrawal by the U.S. federal government, implying it was not the people of the U.S who wanted to exit. According to the UK Independent, Trudeau also has been quietly reaching out to U.S. governors to discuss collaboration on climate change. There's much concern that global warming will lead to serious public health effects. Here's one example. As the planet heats up, it stirs up more allergens that can cause asthma. According to Vox, over the past 30 years, the percentage of Americans with the disease has more than doubled, and climate change has been a significant driver of the trend. An allergist in California said that plants are starting to pollinate earlier and continuing to do so longer. In Memphis, Tennessee, the asthma capital of the U.S., the disease is the single most common reason for admissions to a local children's hospital. But beside asthma, there are other health effects from a warming planet. It will increase the spread of infections like yellow fever, Zika, dengue, and Lyme disease. And researchers say it could also lead to more heart disease. One critical point, the public health problems from climate change are a major social justice issue, with people of color affected more. Think Flint, Michigan and Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans. As reported in Essence, one in six African-American children have asthma. And as the magazine notes, remember on the campaign trail, Trump asked black people, what do you have to lose by voting for him? The answer now may be clear, the health and well-being of their communities. Last week ushered in the official beginning of hurricane season, but currently three of the most important agencies that deal with these storms are without leaders. NOAA runs the National Hurricane Center, which forecasts and tracks storms. Trump has still not appointed anyone to run NOAA, and the Hurricane Center is without a director. When a hurricane is approaching, the center alerts those responsible for organizing evacuations and other preparations. And if a storm hits, the agency that deals with the aftermath of hurricanes, FEMA, is also without a leader. In late April, Trump did appoint a former Alabama official to run it, but the Senate has not yet acted on the appointment. The absence of leadership at these critical agencies is alarming. Lieutenant General Russell Honore told CNN that the situation should 
scare the hell out of everybody, the general coordinated military relief efforts after Hurricane Katrina. NOAA and FEMA have said that there are career staff in place who will continue to perform the core responsibilities. But Honoré said that the government has been preaching to the people to prepare for hurricanes, but has not itself yet prepared by picking people to lead the agencies. The United Nations is warning that Yemen is teetering on the verge of an unforgiving humanitarian catastrophe. On Wednesday last week, the UN said that more and more children in Yemen are dying every day from preventable causes such as malnutrition and cholera. In the last three days of May, 10,000 new cholera cases were reported. The country barely has functional water treatment plants. Sewage and garbage are collecting in residential areas and contaminating water sources. Two-thirds of the country's 27 million people have no access to safe drinking water. Yemen has been embroiled in a civil war for two years, with Saudis supporting the government against the Iran-backed Houthi rebels. But conflict may intensify as the U.S. recently announced a military weapons deal of $110 billion with the Saudis. In the meantime, the cholera outbreak and the lack of food and safe water are devastating people caught in the crossfire. And finally, British voters are heading to the polls on Thursday, June 8th, and one candidate for parliament in the West Midlands seat of Telford has a warning about the consequences of water contamination. Susan King, running in the Liberal Democratic Party, says that all pollution is having an effect on our DNA and that the population is changing and evolving. But while you might think Miss King is concerned about cancer-causing contaminants or lead, she says the water pollution is causing something else homosexuality. That's right. She says the water is turning people gay. In particular, she said that there are a lot of feminizing hormones in the water supply from pharmaceuticals that affect people's sexuality. King, who has twice run for the same seat and lost, added that the chemicals used in making plastics and children's toys are affected. She said she's done a lot of research connected with water quality. While there are studies showing that some male fish had female eggs cells growing in their testes, it is a long way from there to conclude human sexual preference is affected by water contamination. After public reaction, King apologized for any offense caused, but didn't express any change in her views. According to the UK Independent, King is not expected to pose a serious challenge to take the seat, which has been held by a female member of the Conservative Party. But no doubt Ms. King's supporters take her seriously when she says there must be something in the water. This Week in Water is supported by the American Waterworks Association. Build a better world through better water at AWWA's ACE 17 in Philadelphia, June 11th through 14th. Learn more at awwa.org slash ACE17.